Hi there. We're so glad you found us. Welcome to Embers, a podcast by Volo. We at Volo are committed to guiding teens as they seek to create authentic relationships in our increasingly digital world. Once these youth experience the power of being in community and their vast capacity for connection, we challenge them to go out and make the world a better place. Our circle is open to every race, gender, sexuality, ability, religion, and background. Our podcast is a hub of inspiration for both teens and adults. Embers is a place where our teens share their stories as they navigate the waters between childhood and adulthood. We realize they've got a lot to teach us, but they hope for something to us too. Join us here as follow youth explore timely and compelling topics, fanning the embers burning in each of us. In this episode, our teens dive deep into this unusual time of remote learning. They openly share both their struggles and joys and explore the ways in which those around them can be supportive in combating loneliness, depression, and more. Curious about what they have to say? Us too. Come along. Hi, I'm Dana. Hi, I'm Owen. Hi, I'm Sadie. Hi, I'm G. I want to thank you three for being here today. It's a conversation I've been really eager to have as we enter the 10th month of this pandemic. Many of us can't help but feel the impact of time spent alone. And I think this is especially true for teens who are, many of whom, including you three, are spending at least part of their time in online learning. And by the fact of needing to be in a quiet space in order to be in your classes, this creates isolation. And I have been wanting to talk with teens about what the impact is of hours and hours spent, not just in front of a screen, but spent in front of a screen by yourself. And I'm sure there are plenty of silver linings we can all think of as well. And a great number of negative outcomes that result from hours and hours spent alone. And so I'll be eager to hear from you what the experience has felt like and what the impact has been on your mental well-being. So my first question is, it's going to kind of go right to the heart of this all. And it is, how often do you feel alone? And maybe loneliness would be another way of thinking that. And has there been a shift over the course of the pandemic, you know, since last March till now, which is December, in terms of your feeling loneliness? I think that as like over the pandemic, I've never really felt that lonely because I've always felt like I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I was really following the quarantining rules of just staying inside and not going out to see anybody. And I feel like I would like FaceTime my friends a lot and we play like video games and stuff together. And I feel like I've never really felt that lonely, but I can definitely like feel where kids are coming from and saying like in cities, some kids like can't go out at all because it's more locked down there. And some kids might not have a lot of friends or a lot of like a family that is, that is like very, which is very like loving to them. So I can see where some kids might be, feel lonely, but I feel like over this pandemic, I haven't felt too lonely. I think I felt like a type of like boredom 
over this pandemic? I think at the beginning of the pandemic and quarantine, it was definitely different, obviously, being at home 24-7 and not being able to go out. But I think definitely over time, from March until now, it's definitely gotten harder, especially since you know, during quarantine, like my parents weren't working as much, which was a lot of time at home. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us might have had a lot of like, oh, I'm with my family all the time. <laughs> so it's a lot of time together. But now that they're back at work, I do feel like I'm by myself a lot of the time. And it's different. And I've been doing a lot of things on my own more. So it's varied throughout the pandemic, for sure. And Sadie, how does that feel to be alone and to be doing things more independently? And ONNG, if that resonates for you as well, I'd be curious to hear, yeah, what what that's like, that shift. Because I think your experience probably mirrors many teens, especially that notion that we, many parents were working from home last spring and aren't now. Yeah, I think I do like having a lot of time to myself. I think a lot of people benefit from having time to themselves to do their own thing, but it's hard just being by yourself all the time. It's like, oh, I actually don't like this all this time to myself. Like I miss having interactions. So even it's really like, I appreciate now, like even just having people in the house, like I acknowledge their presence and I like, it honestly makes me feel like there's someone right next to me, even though they may be upstairs. So it's definitely like affected my like feeling of being alone, like throughout my whole life. Like it's like, I'm paying more attention to it and I'm realizing I didn't realize how much it affected me personally. I agree with how City was talking about how like after school um, we end at like two and then I have like the whole afternoon open like I'm on my screen the whole day so I feel like going to like watch a TV show or something isn't the type of thing that I should be doing because it's just like I don't want to spend more and more hours on my screen so I feel like that's been kind of like a struggle because like I just finished school and then I like want to go sit on the couch and just look at my phone and see what my friends are up to see if anyone wants to hang out and stuff but I feel like after school I really kind of want to try to push myself away from using my phone and so I've been kind of like going I've been well now like Nordic is starting I've been going to Nordic practices which is good but I think that especially during the pandemic during like March and like the spring like after school I would just sit on my phone so I think that's been something over the pandemic, that's been kind of like something I've been trying to like work away from. But at the same time, I've still been doing it. One of the questions I had was if you feel a sense of isolation or being alone, what you do to take care of yourself. And it sounds like um, a couple of you mentioned if you have sports after school, that's a good thing because it's kind of like built in time to see other people. And I'm curious if there are other kind of avenues you pursue or if this is still learning for you in terms of tending to yourself when you feel isolated. I know I usually use exercise as an escape of loneliness. It's an easy way for me just to get in a zone and focus on it. I would agree with Owen and G about having sports to get out of the house in the afternoon, but my practices are early morning. So I start my day early and that just makes the day even longer. But I definitely still exercise is a big getaway for me. Yeah, I enjoy exercising when I can. Going on runs definitely help when I feel like going on runs. But I've definitely been getting sucked into my phone and screens, just like endless hours of watching YouTube, which definitely is not the best thing to do with my time. 
Uh, I've been enjoying cooking a lot. I've been in the kitchen cooking dinner. My mother works at home, so she also does a lot of the cooking. You know, sometimes it takes a lot of energy just to go about our days in this new way, I think. And so I'm imagining a lot of people can relate to the ease of going on YouTube. It's just it flows, right? And you don't have to think, even if it is a screen. But I think it's also great that you've got these other outlets like exercising. When, and I sense something in your voice about running that <laughs> maybe you don't always feel like running, which I get to. And also that idea of cooking is great as an outlet and also something to help the family. So this begs a question to each of you. I'm really curious if you could change, knowing we can't change the pandemic, but if you could change something that you do have control of in your daily life right now, what change would you like to make? I would say procrastination because I feel like with my homework and stuff, just being on my computer and stuff, I just feel like I'm like, oh, I'll just do this later. You know, I have like a study hall and I'm at home, so I have the time to do it. But I think that I've gone into a bad habit of doing my homework like an hour, 30 minutes before my class. And I think that's something that I really, I've been doing this spring last year as well. And I think this is something that I really need to kind of step forward and just like get all my homework done on the weekends. Because usually on Sundays, I have like my like the afternoon on like a Sunday, I'm usually open. And I just like find myself just like, I'll do my homework in an hour. No, it's too late. I'll go have something to eat. I'll, I'll do it tonight at like seven. And then it's like 930. I'm like, oh, I got to get this done. And I find myself just getting it done at like late hours and stuff. So that's something that I've been trying to work to stop doing so far. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like I have found myself putting off work until like a few hours before class starts and it's definitely not a good habit to get into but I would say something if I could change something for myself I would want to change how I reach out to friends I haven't sent like since COVID and the pandemic is like kind of worsening I am not really allowed to see my friends like in households anymore which is frustrating but totally understandable but I definitely think that I need to be better about reaching out to people even if it's on FaceTime or like having fun over like devices you know and even if we can't be in person or even just trying to like reach out to get outside and do something but I think I sort of sabotage myself and don't do that and I think I would benefit from more social interaction even if it's not like at someone's house or right next to each other like if it's over the phone or outside i really appreciate the honesty you two just shared and i just want to recognize that it is not an easy time if that's not already obvious and i think there are so many adults that just feel for you all because you know this is the time you're supposed to be able to be a kid so I just invite you to be gentle with yourselves as you make these changes and you know when you're, you know, you're quick to say what you want to change. And it sounds like at least for the first two, for Owen and Sadie, those changes would changes would probably make you feel better day to day. And while you're changing, you know, to be good to yourselves and recognize that it's because of the pandemic often that we've shifted to these habits. So Oh, and you probably wouldn't be doing your homework last minute if you didn't have kind of this weird lag time right before your online class, right? And so you probably would be reaching out to your friends if you were passing them in the hallways and there was this convenience of seeing them and having that kind of regularity of time. But 
I definitely feel that it's like, you know, when you haven't had contact with a person for a bit of time, it gets harder and harder to reconnect. So speaking of your friends, I'm curious if you all could tell me a little bit about your sense of their experience. And if you think they, I don't know, if we have a spectrum of kind of feeling alone in this time or lonely, do you have a sense of your friends' feelings? And I'm also curious if you talk about this, like, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like we're going to talk about kind of social isolation and loneliness and being alone and what the pandemic has brought on. It feels like a little bit like an elephant in the room. Even if people are home, it's like in order to hear your teachers and them to hear you, everyone kind of has to be in their own space necessarily, which creates isolation. It feels a little bit like the water we're all swimming in. And sometimes when that's the case, we don't even really realize it. So I want to know if you're talking to your friends about this and if you have concerns about any of your friends seeing me especially detached or alone or maybe other friends who seem to be doing absolutely fine in this time. My friends, we don't specifically talk about our loneliness. We just talk about like how hard it's been. One of my friends is all remote, so I haven't seen him in forever. He didn't do soccer this year because of like the interaction with others and he didn't feel safe in that environment. So I haven't seen this one friend for over four months now, and that's been pretty rough. I know he's been getting out, he's been getting exercise, but we we just, I've never seen him around lately, so we don't really have anything to talk about. And I feel like that's kind of self-isolating like for himself and for us as well, for not like wanting to reach out to him, and I feel kind of bad about that. Personally, I have a very tight-knit group of friends we're all very similar in the way that I think we all have a sense of loneliness and but in different ways because a couple of my close friends like their parents are home but I'm not sure if they really have the same connection they obviously have a big connection with their parents it's just there's a lot of different ways you can have those connections and like with your family in general but I think we do talk about it and like a lot of things that like just come up and I think We all definitely feel it once in a while. With my friends and I, we usually don't like directly talk about like how lonely we are. But I do have one friend who's in the other cohort. And in like the cohort that I'm in, it's like all of our friends. So like basically almost all of our friends are in the one M to Z cohort. And then he's like with a few of our other friends in the A to L cohort, I think. And I feel like I've just been always like best friends with him for like seven years. Like I always would be at his house. I'd always be hanging out with him. But recently, since he's just been in the other cohort, I feel like I haven't really seen him as much. Like he's on all the like the sports teams that I do as well. But I feel like since we're not in school together, I just haven't really seen him that much. I'm like definitely still like best friends with him, but I just feel like I haven't really been able to like connect with him in school. And usually like at school, I feel like that's where we'll sometimes like make plans to hang out after school or we'll all go on a run or go to the gym together or something. So I feel like since of that disconnection that he's had from being in the other cohort, I feel like he's kind of like moved away. Like I don't want him to move away. I just feel like he's kind of like drifted away, but I'm trying to like not to have that happen. I totally hear you. I would imagine it's really hard. And I think, you know, these are such artificial you know, kind of contrived structures that have been imposed upon us. 
there's even an awkwardness I find, you know, I'm kind of a hugger. And to like, even now, the, as I, you know, enter into a space with someone to have to stand six feet away from them or about thereabouts, even kind of makes the exchange different and awkward. And you're kind of navigating what this new way of relating feels like. And so, yeah, I'm curious, as you guys are talking, it's getting me thinking about your friendships in general, and kind of some of you mentioned how you're spending your time is, is at like a sports practice. I'm imagining some of you of this summer were like would go to someone's backyard and sit distanced away from people. I'd love to hear more about yeah, if you can kind of expand on the impact that the pandemic has had on your friendships in terms of how you spend your time with friends. And also, you know, if you think that that because you're spending time in a different way, if that's impacting your kind of feeling isolated from people and specifically friends, which at your age, they are your center of your world, are supposed to be. We've mostly been just playing games online to connect with each other, which has been a lot of fun, but it's just not the same when you're in person. There's no more sleepovers, so we really can't like connect at a deeper level, like, you know. I kind of odd but I actually made like a lot closer friends during quarantine which is total opposite I feel like of what it should be but I hung out with the same four or five people throughout the summer and I really didn't see anyone else because they were just such a core group. I feel like over the pandemic I've actually started to like kind of like go out of my like friend zone group and like meet new friends over the spring, like the first few months, I was like completely following like the quarantine thing. So I was like only going outside and like runs sometimes. I'd go to like the beach sometimes with my family. But I think in like May-ish, I started hanging out with these like other kids that were in my um, like math class, I think. Every single day of the week after school, we'd bike out to like Little John or like Cousins Island or something. And we just like bike around on the West Side trails there. And we just like hang out at the beach and stuff. And I feel like just over the quarantine, like I've just expanded because of that. And I've been kind of grateful about that. I'm not like grateful about like the pandemic or anything, but I just, I'm grateful that I got that opportunity to be able to kind of meet these people who were like, I was acquainted with at first, but I wasn't really great friends with them, but I feel like I really got to know them a lot better and call them like my friends, basically. I'd love to know from you what we as adults can do to support you aside from waving a magic wand and having the pandemic leave this world, what would you like or need or would wish for in terms of ways that adults could support you? I think that there are like type, like kids at school and stuff who may be feeling like really lonely and like sad and stuff because maybe they have to be in full online because their parents want them to or something or just over during the spring of full online. I think that usually the school is like, Oh, talk to a counselor about that. But I think that a lot of the time kids can be kind of like scared to like ask a counselor and be like, hey, I'm, I'm feeling quite lonely right now. I don't really know what to do about it. I think that like teachers need to like connect basically with the students more. Because I feel like whenever I'm on online classes, it's just like a greeting, quick discussion about like what we're doing or just like handing out the work or anything. So I feel like if a teacher was able to sort of maybe like send out emails to like some of the students and saying like, hey, how are you? Or I'm not really sure, just kind of being able to like check in on like kids that like might seem like they're not doing so great or kids that are full online and haven't really been able to 
do much so far or see people, I think that would be really beneficial to uh, those types of kids. I think anyone in a person's life like who makes that gesture is would be important to that person and like you said make them like have a sense of belonging if it's a teacher an advisor a parent a friend's parent anyone in their life to be honest or even a friend I think that's like oh okay so they know I'm here like I belong here and I have someone who I can reach out to yeah checking in is definitely helpful how are you doing if you like get that question every day it's like kind of just like a robot repeating it over and over again. It doesn't seem genuine. If it was like, you actually want to have a conversation, you'd be like, how are you doing? How's this part of your life going right now? What are you doing about this topic? Like, how are you changing to make this feel better? If there were like more one-on-one conversations with adults and friends, it can just help you open up a little more during these times. It would be a very helpful. Yeah, I think I would just have to agree with both Owen and G. Just the sense of reaching out from adults makes, like G said, like a specific question rather than, so how's school? You know, like I feel like I get that question so much. And it's the same answer every time. It's like, oh, it's okay. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard, but you know, it's like the same question. And I think expanding it to, oh, how's like, your sport going or like what are you doing in your free time like what have you have you picked up anything that you really like or something like that but otherwise I totally agree with them on that thanks so much for articulating that and I'm taking so much from this conversation and so appreciative of the thoughtfulness behind what you all shared I believe it will be really enlightening for folks to hear this whether it's other teens, probably an affirmation and validation of their experiences and their feelings, and for adults as well to maybe have our eyes opened a bit to what it really feels like and ways that we can support you so that, yeah, that on the other side of this, you feel like what Owen's saying, some a fresh perspective and also that you've been seen and heard and supported in a really, really hard time. So yeah, thank you so much. And I'd love to end with a single word, if we could, of just a word that describes how you're feeling in this moment. I would say I'm grateful for having this conversation and for seeing like other perspectives. I would probably say open. I feel like I like haven't really talked about like what I'm feeling that much. And also like Owen said to get other people's perspectives. Like I know they like you guys opened up too. So uh, I don't want to steal Owen's word and say grateful, but I just feel like a new perspective on the whole situation. It's just opened my mind to like new ideas. And the word that comes up for me is admiring. And I mean that in the most genuine sense of the word. I feel admiring of the three of you. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to help support teens, please hop on over to volomain.org slash donate. Your generous contribution helps to fund free retreats and workshops for young people across Maine, as well as the recording of this podcast. Thank you. Music from this episode was created by one of our many talented teens, Miles. It was a pleasure having you in our circle today. Until next time, take good care. Thank you.